The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. You're back for another episode of Paper Route. I'm Corey Holmes. I got Ashley Nicole Moss with me. I got Brandon Marshall with me. And we got Steven Stack Jackson on today. How we feeling, good people? Hello, What's hello, up, family? hello. Oh, look at this four box. Mandeville for the yeah, win. Looking smooth. Uh, Why am I the shortest? Because you're the shortest. You might actually be the shortest, yeah. <laughs> look at Stack. Stack got his light on today. He got mm-hmm. the, uh, what you wearing? What you got on your feet? You got on some J's or you got on some flip flops? What you doing? Uh, uh, unions. What's oh. unions? Oh, Jordan, you, you Jordan made on Union Jordan Union. Unions. Oh man, you're not here. Jordan Ewings. Ewings. Unions. Unions. You want me to show you? Yeah, show me. What's that? Please. Jeez, bro, you gonna make me cry. Damn, you ain't got. <laughs> yeah. He ain't got no like swag. A, Jordan Union. Who's <laughs> that? I'm wondering which ones. They, which one, you don't know what the Jordan. Oh, oh. Got the fours on. Yeah, pull them back. Those are tough. Yo. Those are tough. Them, them, they just came out. How, nah, how old are those? Are, no, these, these are the new unions. Oh, okay. How much are these, those? These, these are the these are the new unions that just dropped. Damn. Those are tough too. Those bro, bro, what size you wear? <laughs> you know the, the, the new unions they got the. Oh, not the Velcro change, Nike. You can, you can, you can, I wasn't you, you can change that. you can change the colors. They got different colors. You can change them. See, they got union written in there. That's what I was wondering. Are there words? There's words underneath the Nike signs too, right? Yes, sir. That's Yo, how tough. much are those shoes? A lot. Ashley, how much are I don't those? know the retail value on top of my head. Are those like exclusive? Are those hard to get? Very much yeah, exclusive. Yeah, they're definitely, I mean, any type of Jordan like that is a little bit of a, a little bit of a hard get if you know, but you gotta know the right people, which Stack does, so. Stack, what size should you wear? You like a 15, bro. 14. 14. Oh, that's me. Yeah, oh gosh, you never told that man that. Uh, that's me. Uh, I like the first ones you pulled up. I don't know what those was, them Jordans. The unions, the first unions? Yeah, them yeah. was nice, bro. I got you. Let's get into the show, good people. We got some, we got some good stuff for him. KD, he's making his return tonight. We'll talk about that a little bit later. And Stack, he's actually gonna give us his top five toughest players to guard in the NBA. So stay tuned for that one. But first, more in the Lamar Jackson saga, right? So it was just a day after Lamar Jackson had announced he requested trade from the Ravens back on was it March 2nd? He sent out a few tweets yesterday defending why he didn't play in last year's playoff game. Let's take a look at those tweets. He said, I don't remember me sitting out on my guys week one versus the Jets to week 12 versus the Broncos. How come all of a sudden I sit out because of money in which I could have got hurt at any time within that time frame? When we know the Super Bowl been on my mind since April 2018. Let's get real. 
I'd rather have a 100% PCL than go out there and play. Horrible forcing myself to put my guys in a bad position or situation rather. Now that's selfish to me. Ashley, like, should Lamar Jackson even be having to defend himself in this situation? No, but it's the nature of the landscape of sports, right? And I think with the situation with Lamar Jackson being as polarizing as it is, you know, everyone seems to have an opinion about what he should do and what he shouldn't do and if he deserves this, if he deserves that. And it seems to be, I mean, you see it all the time when it comes to contract talks and guys getting paid. You always have people on one side of the spectrum or the, or the other. So I don't think that that's abnormal. But I think what we're seeing with Lamar is abnormal because I don't think we've ever had to see a quarterback, at least from my recent memory, have to work this hard to prove his worth. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of like why everybody's looking at it from different perspectives and have so many different tiers to this conversation because it's a, you're looking at a quarterback who, yes, does he have shortcomings in his game? Yes. Does he have things he can improve on in his game? Yes. But... When it comes down to it, I think he's proven enough about not only his value to a franchise, but his value as an individual and as a player. And yet it still seems like he's having to prove that. And I think it's been a while since we've seen that. And I yeah. think that's what makes this conversation so different. So while it's unfortunate that he has to defend himself, I'm not surprised that he's doing it because yeah. there seems to be a lot of people who are against Lamar and against him getting paid than I feel like I've seen in a very long time. Right. Well, on that note, on that note, Brandon, I'm going to come to you next. The Atlanta Falcons owner, Arthur Blanc, yesterday he told a group of reporters mm. at the 2023 owners' meetings that Lamar Jackson's situation is, and I quote, very different from Deshaun Watson's a year ago. Blank mentioned that there are concerns with Lamar Jackson's playing style and how he can hold up long term. Uh, he even went on to say that, well, and bring up the games that he's missed in the past two seasons. And he said, and I quote, each game counts in this business. Now, Brandon, like, I mean, just what's your reactions to that? And, and what's next really for Lamar, you know, after hearing yeah. that? Um, first off, anything coming out of the league side, owner side, it's all a distraction. Don't get distracted, players. Don't get distracted, fans. None of that matters. This conversation, this situation is so much bigger than just a contract. We're going to look back five years from now, 10 years from now, this is going to be a stain on the NFL. This is not going to end the way Lamar Jackson wants it to end, like how he wants it to end, and it's not going to end the way the NFL wants it to end. This is all about power. This is all about using Lamar Jackson as the example to reset the market or put the players back in position. Go back to 2020. 2020, for the first time ever, we saw NFL players stand together. Stack, we never seen that in the NFL. Y'all do it in the NBA all the time. NFL players never stand together and say, this is what we're doing. Hell, you go back to 2010 when we were negotiating a new CBA, we had to pay Drew Brees just to stand with the players because the big-time players like Tom Brady, Tom, the Tom Brady's of the world and the Peyton Manning's of the world, they was off doing their own thing. They were good. They're set. They had the relationships in the league office. They had the relationships with the Gatorades and the Nikes of the world and the Reeboks of the world. They didn't care about the rest of the players. Lamar Jackson is being used as an example right now. Why is that? 
Because how how are we going to give Lamar Jackson uh, a fully guaranteed contract? And it ain't even really about the fully guaranteed contract. It's really about his value. Lamar Jackson, he represents himself. Players taking power, getting leverage. We did that in 2020. That's why I brought that up. Now we're moving it forward. So forget the, the civil rights movement. Let's put that to the side now. Now we're talking about business. We're always able to control the player when the player is put on the side and we're told we, we teach the player to be quiet, institutionalized. Be quiet, Lamar Jackson. Be quiet, uh, uh, football players, basketball players. Don't go out and speak. Let the narrative uh, uh, do what it's supposed to do in the media. Let ESPN do what they supposed to do with it. FS1 do what they supposed to do with it. This is not going to end well for the NFL. This is not going to end well uh, 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 for Lamar Jackson. I think we're going to look back in a few years, Stack, and it's going to be like, wow, this was a big deal. You got the Joe Burrows of the world, the Patrick Mahomes, the Jalen Hurts, the Justin, Her the Justin Herberts, the Trevor Lawrence of the world, the Dak Prescotts of the world. They should be standing alongside their brother saying, look, if he can get it done, then he's going to break through for everyone else. How dare you, NFL, go out there and offer him, not NFL, but I got to say the NFL, because it's definitely con con collusion, for sure. I got to say, say the NFL, because you don't think the NFL owners got together and said, we can't let this happen. Forget Deshaun Watson, because Deshaun was about to, this is going to be a trickle-down effect to Lamar, to Justin Herbert, to all the other quarterbacks to come. He's just the example if Lamar Jackson go out there and get 20, $230 million guarantee or $250 million guarantee, what do you think Joe Burrow's going to get? It's about power and control. The reason why the NFL is a monopoly and one of the biggest media conglomerates in the world is because they stick together, 32 owners, 32 teams. If players, if you want to have power, if you want to have leverage, you got to do it the same. You got to do it the same way. Where's Justin Herbert? Where's Dak Prescott? Where's Russell Wilson? Where, where's all the other – Joe Burrow, where y'all at? Stand, stand alongside of Lamar, man. Stand alongside of Lamar. So, Stack, what, 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 what I want to say here, because I'm going on a little bit of a rant here. Um, ah, you know, I had, some, it. I had some time to think about this, right, because I've been talking about Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens from a surface-level standpoint, and it's so much bigger than this contract. It's so much bigger than uh, Lamar Jackson. This is about power. This is about respect. You go out there and you offer the guy $32 million on a non-exclusive. You think Patrick Mahomes, with the, 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 the Kansas City Chiefs, would ever do that to Patrick Mahomes? Did they do that to Josh Allen? Mm. No. No, man. This is about power. Get back in line, Lamar, and everybody else watch. That's what this is about, Stack. Yes, Doc. What, what are your thoughts on this situation? I mean, I, I agree with B 100%, man. I just feel like, you know, on the outside looking in, I just feel like even with just black athletes as a whole, we the only ones that have to defend ourselves and prove ourselves when we're not even guilty or nothing. You know what I'm saying? I, even the Josh situation, yeah, he showed something, but people was trying to criminalize him for something that they can give him, uh, charge him for all this time. Not everybody biting their words and apologizing and saying this because he's back playing basketball. Like the Lamar situation is unfortunate, man, because everybody knows he deserves to get paid. And tell me when a white quarterback was, was up in free agency and other teams came out publicly and said, we're not going to sign him. Yeah. yeah. Never. So yeah, yeah. So it's definitely collusion going on, but I don't know why people want to make it rocket science. You know what I'm saying? When it, when it's plain as day, what they're doing to Lamar. It's fucked up. And uh, you know what I'm saying? It's, it, it only happens to black athletes. Yeah, only. Yeah.
Now, Brandon, I had an, another question for you, right? Like, do you think Lamar Jackson at this point needs an agent, right? Like, like yeah. how should he maneuver really the future moving forward? So when you look at the uh, term agent, you look it up, the definition of it is someone that represents another person, right? That's what it is. You, you represent on the behalf of someone else. That's what the term agent means. Um, I had the opportunity a couple years ago when I launched House of Athlete uh, to sit down with Lamar's team. He has a team. Right. So whether it's a CAA, a WME, a Kennard McGuire, uh, Jerry Maguire, hell, going back to the, the, the damn movie days, whatever agency or agent that that's been around football forever. Like, that's one thing you can have those agents, but you can also have other men and women who know business also represent you. All of it is is a, no, a negotiation now where you can gain leverage and you can get momentum is off of the relationships. Yo, I want to get traded. I want to move on. It's easier to do business with people that you already have a relationship with. I don't think Lamar Jackson needs an agent. I think that's, a, again, it's a distraction. It's about power. That's all this is about. This, that's all this is about is power. If Lamar Jackson goes out there, represents himself, he does it his way, he gets the deal that he wants, then what, what message does that send to everybody else? For a very long time, Ashley, the NFL has had all the leverage over all the players. We're not like the NBA. The NBA is different. When you go back to, to damn stacks days, back in 2005, 2006, when they were fighting labor laws, who was walking in those rooms? Kobe Bryant, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James. You don't see that on the NFL side. Hell, you don't even see any of his teammates for real outside of Humphrey. I think one one guy standing up mm -hmm. saying he deserve a contract. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't think he needs an agent, Ashley. No, I'm in agreement with you. I think that for two reasons. One, I think in, him needing an agent implies that he and his team, including his mother, are not smart enough to go ahead and get this situation handled on their own, which is not true. Um, which is could not be further from the truth. Yes, I understand that agents go to school. They, they a lot of them are lawyers, so they can understand things on a different um, spectrum than maybe Lamar and his team can. But Lamar has people that he's consulting with who probably are lawyers and other people within the business world. So it's not like it's just Lamar and his mom in these negotiations, in these conversations. So that's one side of it. The other side of it for me is, at this point, I don't know what an agent can do for Lamar when it comes to an organization that clearly does not want to pay him. For whatever reason, they do not see him worth X amount of money. I don't know how an agent is going to fix that. They can go in and wheel and deal and say, my client wants this, and if you don't give him this, he's going to walk, and the Ravens are going to do exactly what they're doing now. All right, so let him walk. Like, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. There's nothing Thanks. that an agent can do at this point for him it, the relationship is so fractured between the ravens and lamar jackson that i don't know what else there can be done they've made it abundantly clear the minute they slapped that non-exclusive franchise tag on him that this was not a guy that they wanted to pay that this was not a guy that they saw 
um, value in that was worth what's going on in the market with other quarterbacks. And I know a lot of people will say, well, the Deshaun Watson thing is is not a good gauge because, you know, some people will say the Browns overpaid and that was an anomaly. Yeah, it was an anomaly. It happened. But you know what? It still reset the market. Lamar is within every right to say, well, that's what he got paid. I want something along those lines. He's not getting that from the Ravens. So I don't really know what an agent can do for him at this point. It's unfortunate, but I that's just kind of where we are right now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I would say I would say can nobody tell you what you worth mm. yeah. better than you. Right. So, no, he don't need an agent. You know your worth. Just like if somebody came to you with a contract, Ashley, you don't need nobody to tell to sit down and tell him what you worth. You know what you worth. You know what you just de- what you deserve. Can't nobody tell him that but you. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I agree with you. I told the agent can't do nothing at this point. Well, and, and here's the thing, uh, Stack and Ashley, y'all talking about worth and value. Right. I'm convinced it's not about the fully guaranteed contract. It's about respect. It's both. Right? It's both. Because when you look at, you know, value stack, all right, the the like Green Bay Packers gave Aaron Rodgers 150 million guarantee. His average per year is fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, and I you know I love Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. right? You know it. Russell Wilson, the last two years in Seattle didn't perform. That team did not perform at the level that we saw Russell Wilson the first nine, ten years. Mm-hmm. But he got $49 million But per it's year. also because his resume spoke for itself. Right, right? okay. Although the last two Kyler, years were rocky, but right. he did but multiple two, but Super does, Bowl it, What have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, $46 million a year. That's his average. Deshaun Watson. Wait. Hold on one second. One okay, second, one go second. ahead. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. $46 million a year. He's coming off a year where he didn't even play. Okay. okay. Who else do you have here? Patrick Mahomes. He did that deal in, what, 2018? Yeah. Outdated. You know what they offered Lamar Jackson? Mm-hmm. $44 million a year. The 133. Oh, we gave him. 144, uh, 133. That's what mm-hmm. we offered him. He turned it down. But think about this. Why do you go out there and you put him on a non-exclusive? You offer him a non-exclusive. That ain't even a number one tag. He's not. If they actually franchise tagged him on an exclusive, he'd be making forty something million. He is. If he signs that non-exclusive, Ashley, it's thirty-two million dollars. Mm-hmm. Is that not disrespectful? It's super disrespectful, but I want to push back on something you just said because you brought up Russell Wilson and the money. You say his last two years weren't great, and I said, well, he's been to multiple Super Bowls, MVP, Super Bowl winner. I mean, his resume kind of speaks for himself, and you said it's a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league. I agree with that. When we had this conversation about Deshaun Watson the other day, I said, it's a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league, and he sat out an entire year, does not have a Super Bowl, does not have an MVP, hasn't been to an AFC championship game, and you said, well, it's the potential. So is it the potential or is it what have you done for me lately? Because if it's what have you done for me lately, then Deshaun Watson was grossly overpaid by the Cleveland Browns you see, you see out happens? of desperation. <laughs> she, she wants to go back to you. No, but, hey, but it, hey, she right, though. If, oh, what, if you're talking about what have you done for me lately, Lamar has done better than both of them right. the last four years. Right. Lamar has yeah. done better than Deshaun Watson on paper when we look at what – if we go by the gauge right. of what have you done for me lately. If you look at overall, Russell Wilson's here. That's right. Lamar Jackson would be – if we're going by just the three of them. This is not, you know, right, the history right. of the quarterbacks in the mm-hmm. NFL right now. We go Russell Wilson. Right. 
after him would be Lamar Jackson. Deshaun Watson would be the bottom tier of the three of them when it comes to what have you done for me lately. So explain to me how the Browns did not overpay Deshaun Watson when what have you done for me lately? He sat out a year. Remember the key, the key thing. So yesterday, Stack, or Monday, Ashley and I talked that we had this big debate. It felt like it was damn a debate show. <laughs> we just argued for the first 30 minutes, bro. And we it was a heated exchange between uh, us on Deshaun Watson. And what Ashley missed, Stack and Corey, was this. I said a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So it is, I, it is, what have you done for me lately? But mm-hmm. the exception is the quarterback. When the quarterback hits the market, mm-hmm. everything changes. Because you never see a Lamar Jackson in free agency. You never see an Aaron Rodgers in free agency. Go back in the history of our game. When do you see these quarterbacks hit the market? They're too valuable. Mm-hmm. So when that happens, any desperate team will overpay. So and they did o- overpay. Overpaying means, for, but that sets the market for Lamar. Lamar, but I, I know, but the argument was, did the Browns overpay? That wasn't the argument. Yes, that it, wasn't the argument. Corey, that was not the argument. Corey, I didn't, I didn't say the over. I didn't say the overpay. Corey, when I said that's the market. When I said that the Browns <laughs> overpaid Deshaun Watson, and I gave all the reasons why, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon said what they did not overpay oh, him. Right, right. Maybe he just didn't she have going back to Monday. Prepared. I'm hey, just you see saying. Stack, <laughs> hey, Stack, is that hey, how it is? Let me, let, <laughs> no, let me ask the question though. Is it that big of a difference from Russ and Lamar? She she was like this. Oh no no, I was just no no no, not that big of a difference. I was just kind of spacing them out. Russ Russ is not even in my top five quarterbacks right now. I I can I I understand. I can validate that, and that's my brother. He was just here yesterday. Russ uh, turned the PJ around. He was in Orlando. I said, bro, you got to come down. You too close. He flew the PJ down. He said, bro, all I got is 15 minutes. Jumped in a little rental. Came to House of Athlete, 15 minutes, bro, gone. That's my dog. still don't excuse the way he's been playing. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. He, he, he will be in the top five next year, though. No, I, I don't think there's that, uh, that grossly of a gap between Lamar and um, Russell. I'm simply saying that if I'm comparing, if Russell Wilson is kind of what we're using in this argument as – you know, resume versus what have you done for me lately. Lamar is right there behind him because what he has done for the organization lately is more than what Russell Wilson did lately. Russell Wilson's resume is greater than Lamar right now. But the what have you done for me lately out of those three quarterbacks, Lamar is ahead of all of them. That's right. And yet he's 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 fighting for scraps that Deshaun got with no issue after sitting out for a year and all the situations he was dealing with off the field that Russell got strictly based on his resume because right. like you said last two years in Seattle were not great but listen it's been to multiple Super Bowls won a Super Bowl MVP all that there so he was a resume he was a legacy sign essentially that's right, that's right. but Lamar in the conversation of what have you done for me lately has think- done the most but is receiving well, the least this. it doesn't make <laughs> sense. This is the last thing I want to say to this uh, team. Everything you just said, Ashley, is the reason why I opened up the show saying that there's probably this is probably going to stain, put a stain on the NFL. We're going to look back three, five years from now and say this was a, a key moment in labor law. Mm-hmm. There's probably going to be a lawsuit. It could be a lawsuit. Oh, wow. That's collusion. Mm. You can't it's tell me on, on 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 the new year, league year when they can franchise tag or they can do business with players. Lamar Jackson gets the non-exclusive, disrespectful, and then five teams come out and say, 
We're not in the Lamar Jackson business. Do you not think the 32 owners got together and said, look, we cannot let Lamar Jackson disrupt the business today and five years from now? Because five years from now, you also got to look at, you got to go see Justin Herbert. You got to see Joe Burrow. You got to see uh, Jalen Hurts. You got to re-up with Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott could be back at the table next year. He's, hell, he's 25 touchdowns and 10 interceptions away from getting a bigger deal. There's all these other, what other quarterbacks? You, Patrick Mahomes is going to be back up. Trevor Lawrence. Mm. This is bigger than Lamar Jackson. So everything that you just said, Ashley, is the reason I'm leaning into we're being distracted by all the, you know, this owner said this, that owner said that. They all saying the same thing. Well, we're not, I, the money ain't the issue. The fully guaranteed contract is. And what was, first of all, you can scratch. I know the other day when I said landing spots for Lamar Jackson, I mentioned the Colts. The owner came out and says he doesn't believe in fully guaranteed contracts. You can scratch them off that's the list. That's not true. Um, that, that was a quote. But I don't think that's, but, I don't, but remember, I don't think it's about fully guaranteed contract. It's about value. If, if a team comes out right now and say, we're going to give you three years, $150 million, and let's say uh, uh, 133 or 125 is guaranteed, I think Lamar potentially takes that, right? Because now you put me up there with Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. That's where I should be. What was the quote that Arthur Blank gave when it was comparing Deshaun and uh, Lamar? Corey, real quick before we move on, what was that quote? Um, well, he just said that the situation is very different. And okay. he also said that each game counts in his business, referring to his, you know, his availability on the field. Okay. I have a problem with that statement because mm-hmm. for a multitude of reasons. One, Preach. when you talk about the availability, and I hate to sound like I'm piling on Deshaun, but that was the example that Arthur Blank used, so I'm going to go ahead and use, and use that example as well. Deshaun sat out an entire year. What's less available than that? He didn't play an entire season. <laughs> right, like, right. you can't get less available than that. Lamar, yes, he didn't travel with the team last season, things like that. But he, for most of the season, he was present, except for injury and things like that. So that's a scratch. And then you talk about what was the other part when he says? And and also he said that his play style, right? He, he's not sure how long that could hold up for. His play style. Last time I checked, didn't Deshaun Watson have two ACL injuries? Mm. So we're, and, we're, and, we're and, talking play style. Last time I checked, they're both running quarterbacks. That's that's a big chunk of their game. But only one of them had two ACLs, I believe, in the same leg. Also, Ashley, what are we what are we doing here? Uh, this also, doesn't make any sense. Also, Josh Allen yes. gets hit more than Lamar Jackson, and he plays the game more aggressive. Than it doesn't Lamar make Jackson. any. It's not adding up. I'm right. just saying, it's right. not adding up. Right. That's all. Right. We can move on. I'm just saying, it's not adding up. <laughs> all right, moving on. So we're gonna stay in the NFL, right? So yesterday the league was under a bit of scrutiny after news released that teams can now have up to two Thursday night games per season. Players and current uh, players, current and former, really took to social media to kind of express their frustrations. Uh, with the change in the rules, right? A notable player to react to the news was quarterback uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, right? So if we look at his tweet here, he kind of just threw up an emoji, right? Just kind of, again, depicting his, his, uh, you know, his stance on what changed and whatnot. And then you got cornerback Darius Slay, right, from the Eagles. He was, you know, he was clearly frustrated. Hell you know, no. changes here. Yeah. Hell no. We need to no. take that shit away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did Jalen Rose say? Not going to be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? then, but then we got uh, former NFL quarterback Robert Griffin, who really kind of just put everything into perspective, right? He says the NFL is now allowing teams to have two Thursday night football games per year. 
a league that continuously says it's all about improving player safety continues to put the health of its players at risk. Playing one game with only three days rest isn't smart. Playing two is ridiculous. Now, NFL owners, they also discuss flexing games to Thursday nights, which would mean like if, if a team was set to, to square off on a Sunday, depending on the matchup, right? Like, like late in the season, the, the issue with right. this was late in the season that the quality of games weren't as good, right? right? So let's say if there's like a, you know, like a Cowboys and Eagles game on a Sunday and, and they're both playing really well, they could potentially flex that game from a Sunday to a Thursday. Which would be idiotic because Thursday night football is terrible. <laughs> like let's, yeah. let's, let's usually, let's just call it what it is. Yeah. It's not great. I mean, Brandon obviously is going to dive into this mm -hmm, deeper mm -hmm. than I can, but yeah. I'm just going to say this. One, from a health standpoint, this right. makes no sense. Yeah. I know from athletes that I've interviewed, obviously I've never played the game, but from guys that I've interviewed, even basketball players, but specifically NFL because this Thursday night applies to them, they're creatures of habit. You know what I mean? They have a routine, and that routine is thrown in disarray with Thursday Absolutely. night football. It's yeah. a shortened week, you know, when they normally rehab. Now they're actually getting ready for a game. And, yeah. you know, their whole workout from rehab to everything in between is thrown off because it's a shortened week. So they hate Thursday night games, especially, I mean, one is bad enough, but now you have two in the mm -hmm. mix. It just doesn't right. make sense. Yeah. I don't really understand it. And also the product of Thursday night football, notoriously, when you take Thanksgiving out of the equation mm -hmm. and maybe opening night Thursday night football, the product's not that great so i'm not really sure what two game why we need two of the games brandon obviously you can speak more to right. it but i just don't yeah. really understand the purpose of it stack let me ask you a question okay you played a lot of sports growing up right mm -hmm. and we can also talk to you about back to backs and you know the wear and tear that you know the nba uh grueling schedule has on the body and I think you guys can relate to some of the things that we're talking about in football Thursday night football and you know those you know now adding a second Thursday night game uh, on a team schedule but let's say you play football stack you play wide receiver and they say stack right now your average salary the average salary for a guy like you is 20 million dollars a year mm-hmm all right, that's status quo. Now, if we go get this Amazon deal, this YouTube deal, okay, and we actually put a good product out there, your average per year can now go from 20 to 30 million. But what I need from you as a player and, and the rest of you guys is for you guys to be open to this flex schedule, meaning at the end of the year, if, if these teams are some trash, we going to take the good teams and put them on the Thursday night package because Amazon need to have their ratings up so we can continue to get the bag. So, Stack, do you say, I'm going to sit here at my 20 and, and, and I feel good with my body right now? Or are you going to go push the limits and take the 30 potentially per year in the new deal? Well, me first. The, being a smart guy I am, I'm going to ask him, well, since you want me to help you on your situation, what other decisions can I help you um, when, it, when it comes to the, our team and, and the mm -hmm. players? What, what other decisions can I help you make? All right? We're not, we not just going to stop there. If you want me to help you mm -hmm. here, one hand got to wash the other. That's why I'm going to start first. Um, second, I was a guy that played four games in five nights. So I love playing the game. But I would never have a conversation or, or, or never – decide to to go against my teammates to side with an owner or or any team, even if it's beneficial for me. It got to be beneficial for everybody. 
That and, and that's just that's just a teammate I was. This type well, of guy I am. Well, let's I'm, say I'm not this. I'm not that type of guy. Well, let's say. Well, let's say. Well, let, hey, look, he's too loyal. You too loyal. This dude right here. Yeah, I'm not that type of guy. I would <laughs> let do me it. ask. Well, let, let me put it this way. You are the president of the players' association. We are all looking at you, Stack. You got to make this. You got to tell us, lead us, guide us. Do we go take this deal, this new uh, media deal with uh, Amazon and YouTube and potentially even Twitter one day? And our bag goes up, it increases to get a little bit bigger? Or do we say, no, nah, we, we cool where we at and we don't want to put no more wear and tear on our body? You make well, the decision. The own, I'm going nowhere own, and if, care. If, if, if the owners want us to agree with them to get more games, then let's figure out how we can get the owners to agree with us on something we want. That's mm. That'll be my answer. My mm. question is, is if you go ahead and you implement more Thursday night football games, right, and – it's a shortened week. As we know, athletes hate that. They're creatures of habit, especially in season. And the product begins to suffer. You have guys who aren't playing. It's a short week. They're injured. They're banged up. Then what good is it to increase the value of Thursday night because of Amazon, because of YouTube, because of all those deals, you know, the streaming and the way that things are being constructed within the landscape of media now? What good is that if the yeah. product is not good? And you're running the well, risk of the product not being good by adding yet another game that already throws a wrench into the entire format of how athletes function. Well, actually, let me let me ask you this: What if they get all these sponsors, these big name sponsors, and that transfers to guaranteed contracts? If it does, but will it? I'm just saying that that would be an option that they would be for. Well, for sure. I mean, if it does, absolutely. But. I, That's a long shot. Uh, it's a long shot Listen. for the NFL. We're not talking the NBA. This is not the right. NBA PA. This is a this is a different is a different beast. So <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> Listen, I actually I actually side with the owners on this one, and I am what? all player. Yeah, let me tell you why, Stack. Mm. Because we're, it's a business, bro. You know this, and 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 look, when Amazon comes in and they give you a couple billion dollars or YouTube come in and they give you that money, what we got to do as businessmen and women, we got to make sure that we're good partners. With that, the product that Amazon put out last year and the NFL put out last year was trash towards the end of the season. We had teams like, who was trash last year? Like it even wasn't the Denver the Broncos. Of the season, Brad. Thursday night football tired. was I'm not talking great. a lot about the Denver Broncos today. But even the Denver Broncos, they were terrible. But then they have a Thursday night game. Nobody wants to watch that. Yeah. And what does that hurt? It hurts the players. We talking about Lamar Jackson. Come on. Lamar Jackson making $50 million a year or potentially making $55 million a year in a Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert. Who's paying those bills outside of concession? It's the media deals. So I like this because you got to put out a good product. And I do agree with what Stack said. That's how you negotiate. Look, we're going to give y'all a little bit more here. We, we'll, we'll work mm -hmm. with you guys over here. But can we look at this uh, insurance? Because mm -hmm. when you retire in the NFL, after five years, your insurance is cut off. Let's look at that. Mm -hmm. Work with us over here. Can we extend that to... The goal is lifetime, Ashley. I have a hard, I, I have a hard time yeah, believing. We got lifetime. When you yeah, look, we don't. When you compare NBA player salaries to NFL player salaries, yep. 
only certain positions for the most part are getting big chunks of cash in the NFL. I have a hard time believing that this change, this this is it has it been confirmed or no, they're just in the, they're in the talks of doing it. No, but it. think about this. I have a hard time believing it's going to trickle down to the players. It does. Let me and tell maybe, you why. And maybe in the beginning of the yeah. season, you'll get a high quality product. I believe that you will. You know, the first few weeks, everyone's fresh. You know, everyone's coming back. You know, it's you're going to get a nice product. Midway through the season, towards the end, I have a hard time believing this product is going to be any better than what we have seen. Guys are banged up towards the middle and end of the season. They're not trying to do this. So let me ask you this question. Last year, week 14, would you rather watch the Denver Broncos and the Carolina Panthers Thursday night football week 14? Or would you rather watch the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys Thursday night football? Depends on who's doing better. I'm talking about last year. Okay, obviously the Eagles and the Cowboys. Okay, and that's the situation right here. But Eagles and the Cowboys game, we didn't even get – each time they played each other, one of their quarterbacks were out. That wasn't even the top product we could have got. Yeah, but there's still a a better matchup, and it's still the teams that are thriving. It's still a great – you didn't want to see if uh, uh, Gardner Mishu can come in and hold it down for a couple of games? It's just a little hypocritical for me. I don't think so. Where – the league is constantly preaching player safety and trying to make the game safer for players and trying to extend players' longevity within the sport. And they're talking about all their things that they're doing to go ahead and make that happen. And then you kind of go backwards when you bring up the fact of having two Thursday night games, which you know that players, A, are not fond of, and I B, mess up their entire week in terms of practice and Man. rehab and film <laughs> and things like that. I just don't under is it which one is a- it? Ashley, listen, like, you are right. It? You are right because you saw the the tweets by all the guys Slay and Patrick Mahomes and other guys. Like that's how guys feel. It's a but contradiction at the end of the day, though. But at the end of the day, give me my money. Give me my money. We're gonna figure it out. I'm gonna sit on ice a little bit longer this week. Okay, we got Thursday night. I love that. I love okay. primetime games. I love getting back. And I was one of those guys that I was able to bounce back. I was fortunate. I was blessed. You know, right around Wednesday is when my body felt good. And the teams need to do a better job of managing the week. A lot of teams go out there and they try to practice. No, if you if you have a Thursday night game, don't practice on Monday. Don't practice on Tuesday. Don't practice on Wednesday if your guys aren't in position. You know what you should do? Do more walkthroughs. You okay. should be in the Bags. film room a little bit more. Bags. But I, I wanted to address something real quick before we move on uh, to KD and the Suns are in a little bit of basketball. Um, you know, I'll, y'all better be be ready today because like. Oh, are we switching? Are we switching to? In a little bit, but I'm oh, just saying, like, you know, I, y'all. Last time we all all three of us was on. I felt like the audience said that my takes was better, like in That's basketball. That's definitely not what happened. But <laughs> you know what okay, saying? sure, I, go ahead. And I definitely didn't see that. I didn't see that. I don't know what I don't know what <laughs> comments he was Y'all looking at. Y'all need to learn basketball, <laughs> man. Y'all over here talking crazy. Stack came out and said that uh, uh, Tatum was the MVP. That's what Stack said. And what did you say? You said something I said wild it was last week. No, I, you, I've no, been I'm on the about, it, wasn't, it wasn't the MVP thing. You said something crazy about basketball, something in the basketball world last week. But I want to say this real <laughs> quick that in this conversation. Ashley, you talked about how does it trickle down to all of the players. The salary cap. That's all it's about, right? So, yeah, you're not going to see, you're not going to see, you know, 20, 30 guys getting these major deals, um, the big deals in, in football, but what you see is guys going from making $500,000 to a million, a million dollars to four or five million. You know what you're also going to see in the 2023, the salary cap is $224 million. 2022, it was 208. You go down to 2016, 
that was 155 million. What is in what is 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 contributing to these bags getting bigger? It's the media deals. You know what also is going to happen in the what NFL? Is that? What A is whole that? lot of load management. Check this out. Watch what's gonna happen. <laughs> ain't no load Watch what's gonna happen. You gonna have too, you no. gonna have players not playing games. It's too when valuable. It's too what, that's what they do. They, they got eighty something. They gonna games. take a page out of the NBA's book. No, it's gonna be a whole lot of load management. Do. Watch. <laughs> we didn't do that. We didn't do that. Stack, you know you was load managing, man. No the sir. The Kawhi letter book of load management. I tried management. to play eighty two as much as I can, bro. I love to play. I ain't like practicing. I hated practice. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, you heard it, right? We're gonna switch gears to the NBA. So tonight, Kevin Durant is set to make his return. After missing the last 10 games due to a sprained ankle, he uh, suffered in warm-ups. It was back on March 8th. But in Durant's absence, the Suns have gone four and six, including two separate three-game losing streaks. They're currently half a game ahead of the Los Angeles Clippers for the fourth seed. So, Stack, I want to ask you, right? I mean, they, they had some success, you know, in KD's first three games, I think it was that he played with them, but can KD and the Suns mesh in time to make a run in the playoffs? Say, man, we talking about KD right here. You can put him anywhere. You can put him on a on a five-year-old team and they probably win the state championship. Like, <laughs> seriously, KD and the Suns are going to be scary. Everybody look out. He's been He's got a lot of rest. His body going to be ready to go. The Suns, you've seen they look real good when he did have those couple games that he did play with them. So, the sun's gonna look scary, man. You 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 can insert KD anywhere, anytime, any place, and he gonna come out and do his thing. Mm. Yeah. Actually, what you think? No, for sure. I think also it's gonna be beneficial. I mean, obviously, whenever you talk about playoff runs and deep playoff runs, and chemistry is always better. You know, you want to be able to know the guys that you're playing with that you're gonna be in battle with. You wanna ha you want to have had a nice amount of time to cook with them a little bit, go through the growing pains. You don't want to have to do that in real time. <laughs> Um, the Suns are going to have to do that in real time. I think, though, that the talent of Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and the veteran leadership of Chris Paul will be enough to overcome that. Um, and I think it's going to be beneficial for Kevin Durant also because, like I said, when this team was first constructed, you know, when the trade first happened, this is a good situation for Kevin Durant because unlike Brooklyn, where a lot of the responsibility fell on his shoulders for one reason or another, whether it was, you know, Ben Simmons not being available or James Harden not being available or Kyrie being suspended for one thing or another or whatever the case may be, he's going to be able to kind of gradually these last few games get acclimated into it and not have to carry such a huge load because he has the mid-range monster, as I like to call him, of Devin Booker. <laughs> He has Chris Paul, DeAndre, and there's a really good basketball team. So it's going to be very beneficial for him these last few games down the stretch to not have to go in full throttle and kind of dip his toe into the, the pool a little bit and do a little bit more here or there and come playoffs, you know, injuries, you know, not happening and health permitted. He is going to be in a great position come that first round because he didn't have to go full throttle. Yeah, yeah. Does that is her energy is different, Corey. What? Your energy is different right now. <laughs> I was wondering why? if he's gonna bring that up. Yeah, like that's why? not what you were saying in the production meeting. <laughs> I said I, I, I started <laughs> off by saying my concern is still that you you wanna have had chemistry with your team. You wanna have had played a nice chunk of the season together to go through those growing. So you pains. got them winning the, you got them winning it all this year? Do I have them winning it all? No. Why not? I have them going pretty deep, though. Why? I still think that the winner's going to come out of the East. I still think it's Boston or Milwaukee I, I do, or, or Philly. I just don't. Do you I, see them in the finals? 
I think they have a good chance to come mm. out of the West, Stack maybe. I Stack, or, I wish she was in a production no, meeting. Her I, energy was that bad. Like, they have no well, chance. Listen, listen, That's listen. not what I said. Corey, I have all, Corey and Brandon, I have I always said I don't think that this team is championship ready right now. Next season, different conversation. I don't think there's been enough time. Kevin Durant being the superstar that he is, Devin Booker being the almost superstar that he is, I still am a firm believer in chemistry and yeah. continuity, and yeah. I don't think you can manufacture mm-hmm. that in this short amount of time. Their talent is going yeah. to override that exactly. and take them very far, but when it comes down and we start talking about finals and winning a chip, I'm not putting my eggs in the Suns' basket just okay. yet. Okay, so they, here's here's my quick take here, right, as the basketball insider on paper route. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> They absolutely can make it to the finals and win. Wow, okay. I agree, I agree. This team, and this same team in 21 was what? In the Western Conference Finals. And they could have easily dominated. Could have easily won. This was, this is not the same team, though. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You got you got Booker. You got CP3. Man, no, no, you don't got your big three. Players, no, the, the key players. Now I ain't talking about the stars. The key players, the bench they had mm-hmm. is a totally yeah, different bench. It's a totally different roster. Remember I don't they had need them. Yeah. I don't need them. Yes, them. you do need I don't a bench, them. sir. No, no, I got KD now. You I got my big three a, and KD. So you want KD to play forty-eight minutes a game yeah. for seven no, games straight? No, 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 no. I need, I need, no, I need thirty-four. So you, but you need a bench to go ahead and. But make up the difference. That's you how it got works. The, you got your big three and KD. But you still need a bench for when oh to keep the goodness. momentum when KD and Devin and the starting unit is on the bench. Who, That's where the bench comes in. We were just play. we were just in LA. We were talking to Gilbert, Gilbert Arenas, and we were having this conversation, uh, a similar conversation. He said in basketball, it takes one guy to change the course of a franchise. Football's totally different. Football, yeah. you need so many more pieces. You need even coaching is a big deal. You go draft a guy like KD. You go draft a guy like LeBron James. They totally change things. So now y'all sitting here telling me, y'all supposed to be the basketball experts. Y'all telling me that we need a bench now? You Everyone knows it. you need a bench. Yeah, I didn't listen, know that was listen, like a hot B, take. B, B, you said a fact. They do change things. Tim Duncan changed things. But Tim Duncan also needed Stephen Jackson, Tony Parker, Jamal yes. Ginobili, David Robinson, Malik Rose. Put your he name also in needed too. those guys. He did. LeBron, he James, did. Oh, he LeBron, did. LeBron James also needed Kyrie, Kevin Love. He needed all those type of guys, right? Kobe needed uh, Robert Horry, Rick Fox. Uh, Derek Fisher. He need all. Of, he needed okay. all those guys. So yeah. you get that one player to get your organization going to the championship uh, direction, but mm-hmm. you need other players to fulfill that. KD has completely elevated this franchise, absolutely. And mm-hmm. he's going to elevate Devin Booker's game because he's going to bring out aspects of his game that maybe have been lying dormant, 100%. But you still need a bench because what happens is Anything happens in the finals. Phil Jackson once yep. said winning a championship is 50% talent and 50% luck, and that luck has Cameron, to do with Cam- health. Cameron Payne they balled out in 21. They're be- is the- he a, so he's a bum? Cameron Payne's a bum? Landry- bench, the bench is drastically different, they Brandon, had, and the yeah, bench this year is Michael a little bit Britt, suspect. Totally can they not get it done with this bench right here? Landry, Cameron, can, can they get it done with them? Yes, sir. I'm asking y'all. Those are definitely guys. That are I don't the, know. T.J. Warren. Their bench is not it's, even. I like T.J. Warren. I like yes, T.J. Me Warren. Yes, me too. But that's not, yeah. it's not the same it's bench. Not, it's not the same bench of 2021. And what's going to happen is the game slows down in the playoffs. You know, things. You. It, the game changes in the playoffs. You need a solid bench to go ahead and fill in those gaps within the game. And that's why when the Bucks won, 
their championship, they had an incredible bench. No, so, the Bucks. The Bucks won because that year was because KD toe was on the line. Okay, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> That's why the Bucks won. But if they you look at their it, roster, the Bucks, the Bucks, it was too easy for the Bucks. James Harden wasn't there. Uh, Kyrie Irving wasn't there. Come on, KD okay. almost beat them by themselves. KD's Giannis KD's stole the ring. KD's toe aside, they had a nice overall team. You look at Boston; it's a nice overall team. Even the Warriors, when they won the season before, last season, it's a nice overall team. You cannot rely on just your starting unit to win mm. a championship because people break down. Injuries happen. Yeah. What you Players get double teams. Players have off nights. You need to be able to combat that with a solid bench unit. And the Suns unit this year is a little bit rocky. That's all I'm saying. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Stack. I have a question for you, though. Is it yep. is it now or never for the the for Katie and the Suns, right? Like, you, we mentioned that they they need to build out a bench. Is that something that if they don't get it done this year, they they might invest in next season? You got like an agent, Chris Paul, on the team. You got DeAndre Ayton. You know, we know his relationship with the coach. Is it now or never for Katie and the Suns to win a championship? You know, I I, I was I would say uh, it's definitely now and never, but I would give them this year and next year. After next year would be it it would be a wrap. You know, Mm -hmm. they can they have the experience, they have everything they need to make a run right now, and that's why they made a move for uh, for KD because they know they can make a run right now with the with the with the stars and the core they have. CP is on his is on his way out. You know, and Mm -hmm. I don't see I don't see another style of point guard. That's as smart as Chris Paul. That that that's a playmaker that would fit in that system with all those scores and all those dominant personalities. So it's definitely now one more year with Chris Paul. His contract is probably up, but they're gonna give it this year and next year. Then yeah, it's definitely uh, over with for sure. For sure, I think I, I agree completely. I think this year I'm giving them a pass only because Kevin Durant hasn't been available for a big chunk of this season. Mm-hmm. It's like I, going back to the chemistry and continuity thing. It's hard to you know press fast forward on that that takes time you look at what's happening in dallas it takes time um next season health permitted (laughs) all people back and they have a full the full team and they go through training camp and and you know um the preseason and all that stuff together and they're able to play a majority of the 82 game season together definitely championship or bust i can't i can't do that now with a fraction of the the season being played together, that would be unfair. Can, can I can I ask a question that's off uh, the script real quick? Uh, you just brought up Dallas. Mm-hmm. What's going on, Stack and Ashley? What's going on with uh, uh, Luca 
and, and Kyrie. Didn't Luca I tell come you out, this was going to happen? Luca come out say, I, 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 what do you say? I'm not happy. Not Where's the what tape? I told him this was going to happen. I told him this was going to happen, and he sat on this set and called me like, what are you talking about? That's crazy. That's not crazy. Let me ask y'all a question. What is different from this team than before Kyrie got there? Right. I'm, that's what I'm asking. I thought they just, you know what's different? You know, let me tell you what's different and while I got, everybody, while I got excited. Be, be, be everybody who saw that trade, everybody saw that trade was like, oh, that's great Kyrie and, and Luka together. They can do some damage. But we all knew they still they still two, three players away, mm-hmm. at least two players away, another star away at least. Like, we knew we knew they wasn't going to compete in the West right now. They was going to make it look good. They was going to have some exciting games. It was going to be must-see TV. But nobody said they was winning the championship. But why is Luca? What did Luca say, Ashley? Did he come out and say like I I I lost my love for the? What did he say? I don't remember. The, I don't want to misquote him. I don't know. He's just frustrated. He's really frustrated. frustrated. Why is he frustrated? You think he's frustrated? Why, why do you think he's frustrated? Because he probably thought that adding Kyrie was going to be an instant, you know, oatmeal fix to everything going on in Dallas, and it hasn't been that way. It's not mm. going to happen that way either. There's too many mm. holes. It's you got to look in the mirror too, cheese. though, and, and stop and leave the referees alone too. He got he got to look in the mirror too. He do a lot of unnecessary antics on the court too. When he get a lot of he get all the calls, you know. So he got the ball a lot, but every time something don't go away his way, he start pouting and do and get a technical foul. He leading the league in tech. So Luca got to stop pouting and just play basketball too, and just and just come to look in the mirror, bro. Y'all don't have the team. Y'all need to compete. Yeah, you good. Kyrie good. Jason Kidd is a great coach. Y'all don't have the team yet, bro. Just be real with yourself. So what does low if you if you're sitting with Luca right now face to face, and I don't know if he's been on all the smoke yet, but that's must see TV. I can't wait for him to get we, on all the we, smoke. We we got plans to get him in Croatia. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. That's tough. That's so tough. when you sit with them in Croatia, okay, what's the three things you're gonna say? Yo, if you do these three things, bro, you could be the face of the NBA. You guys can see yourselves in the finals. Well, one, it's going to be hard for me to tell Luca anything about basketball. I mean, he's better than me than I ever been. Um, but for me, I would just tell him to have tougher skin. Um, everything he that he needs to be a champion, he already has. I just think uh, have more input of the players he played with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I, I and I think he ha- he has the power to do that. You know, um, if he can get some, he I did, he definitely need a, a tough guy. In there, in there, so you know that can kind of you know take a lot of pressure off him. And every team needs that. Greg Popovich said every team needs a Ron Artest, a Draymond Green, a, a guy Pat like Beverly. that. They don't have, they don't have a that. Pat Beverly. They def, they definitely need that. No, 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 not Pat Beverly. Nobody <laughs> He's knows. a free agent. No. He's the only tough no. guy on the street, right? But Luca should be. Luca gotta be. But I'm. He, What's Snack, wrong with Pat? Snack is right. Luca nah, gotta I'm be. Saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We. Not, it can't be a point guard. It can't be a point guard. It gotta well, be. You he know what I'm saying? He ain't the toughest. He ain't the toughest on the street right now, though. Pat Bev ain't the toughest on the street. The toughest. Yeah, who else is on the street right now that's tough? You got uh, Pat Bev is an, Pat Bev is an Pat Bev is an annoyance. I don't want to say he's the toughest. Like he's 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 he does hey. his job well. He annoys the hell out of you. All like I that's know, what he's there for. Stack, you know he him. want that smoke. Pat, <laughs> Pat 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 plays hard on the court, and I respect him for that. You know what I'm saying? With all the other stuff. You know, Pat know he ain't that good in basketball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Pat, how can Pat, you say Pat, that he's hey, in Pat, the NBA? Pat, 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 Pat is, is great at, at knowing people and getting the people yes. ahead on the court. You yes. know what I'm saying? When he be acting like he be stopping people, they still be getting 30 and 40 points. So, you know what I'm saying? Pat my, Pat my guy. I Pat my guy. Trust me, I love him. But a lot of his talk, you know what I'm saying, don't back up in why, his play. Why y'all on, so on, dis- the, on the offensive side for sure. Why y'all so disrespectful 
to Pat Bev. Like, y'all ain't seen what he just did to LeBron? No, no he just went at LeBron. He just hold on, hold on, hold on a second. He just did this to LeBron. Hold on a second, Brandon. It's not disrespectful. Pat Bev, Pat Bev, Pat Bev serves a role. He serves a purpose. He is that pit bull, that guy who's going to hype you up on the sideline in the locker room. He gives you maximum effort, and he annoys the guy who's probably the star player on the other team. And then he so just when he little, and then he So when he told team. LeBron he was too small, okay, that's cute or whatever, it's still LeBron James. It means nothing. <laughs> yep. Like, it means absolutely I, I, nothing. Ha, ha, ha. Like, yeah, ha, ha, you got the, you got the, the clip off, right. Pat. Congratulations. We all love Pat. Like, we all, love Pat. We yes. all would want Pat on our team. No question. You want him on your team. He's, when it comes to offense, his his mouth don't back up yes. his game on offense. Defensively, yes. Offense, no. Pat, Pat, Bev is, Pat Bev is the epitome of the saying, don't let your mouth write a check your ass can't cash. That's what he does. Pat Bev is an annoyance. That's what he does. One of the best defenders we'll see, but on the other end. Yes. <laughs> but going back to Luka, he should be a lot to Tougher, I agree with that. I mean, Euro ball, they play with no air conditioning out there. You would think mm. that, like, he, like, you would think he mm. was a lot tougher. I remember when the Heat played the Spurs and and the air conditioning went out in San Antonio. And Ooh. was it Tony Parker and some and Ginobili? And, and the, they were ready to go, and LeBron's on the side, like, cramping up. And they asked him, <laughs> they asked them after the game, and Ginobili says, oh, where I play, we don't play with air conditioning. This is nothing. Right. I played in hotter environment. Like, Luca, come on. You're European, dude. No. I know you're tougher where, than this. Ashley, where was that game? Was that in San Antonio? It was in San Antonio. Did they do that on purpose? The air conditioning went out. Did they do that on purpose, Stack? It's, it's, nah, it's pop it's pop like Bill Belichick because you know Bill Belichick he do stuff like that he gonna mess oh, no, with you. Pop your... petty, pop petty, but I don't think he that petty. No, the pop the it was a legit the power legitimately went out. Of, but yeah, pop can easily go to the uh the what do they call it? So pop left the sidelines, he, ran no. to the breaker, pulled the breaker, and said, "Oh, the power's out. Yeah, no, <laughs> Time out." Pop got power. You know what Pop gonna say? Yo, we got LeBron coming, D Wade coming, <laughs> Chris Bosh coming. And then you had uh, Miller, and then they who else was on? The, the, the little dudes sitting there shooting threes. That's like. <laughs> we got them coming. So what I need y'all to do at the power company, if things get out of hand or if it's <laughs> close, I need y'all to hit that switch. You don't think Pop can do that? Bill that's Belichick like, do it all the time. That's like that's like the Jason Kidd thing where he's when he used to when he was coaching the Nets. I was oh, the Nets, to and he told the guy, "Yo, hit me, hit me, hit me." And so the, the cup would spill, and he would get an additional timeout. Like, come on, yeah, like, come on, stop it. Yeah. All right, folks, look, it's time for fact or foolish, right? So let's get I'm into it. Remember, that. I'm gonna read a statement. You guys got to determine fact or foolish, and then give your explanation why. But yo, to bang off this segment, we got stacks top five hardest players to guard. So Stack, actually to tee you up, what I'm gonna do is just read our first statement. Of course, you're gonna determine whether it's fact or foolish and then you're just gonna give us the rest of your top five. So to start, Steph Curry is the hardest player to guard in the NBA, fact or foolish? Um, I wouldn't say he's the hardest, but one of the hardest. One of the hardest. So it's, yeah, right. so, so fact, so fact. But yes, all right. So give us give us your top five. Who, who, who's your top five hardest players to guard in the NBA? So I don't I don't have a one through five. I just have five players who are just the five. hardest to guard. I'm not, I don't have number one. Or, so you know we can't I mean? even like hear Stack right now. So you and Stack got to roll with it. You can't hear me. No. Uh uh. I can't hear him. You can hear him. Uh, yeah, I can hear Stack. Okay. Well, y'all y'all hold it down for yeah. a sec. <laughs> What's going on? I, yeah, that's not live I programming, y'all. Live well, programming. Worst comes worst. We I could just list off your top five. All right. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. I got, I got stacks five in front of me. So you said factor. You said foolish is Steph Curry, but we got Embiid, 
We got KD. We got Jokic. Of course, we got Steph. And we got Anthony Davis. Y'all, like Ashley, Brandon, yeah. what's, y'all's, what's y'all's reactions to that? We, we, we okay, like so I, I can hear Stack and everybody now. Okay. So, okay, so Stack, you had who number one? I don't have a one through yeah, five. I just have five, order, the, the, oh, the five okay. hardest players. players to guard. I have the five hardest players to guard. All right, for me, Steph Curry's number one. Okay. Um, If I had to go this order, it goes Steph Curry, Giannis, KD, Embiid, Jokic. Those are my five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Stack. I was surprised you didn't have Giannis or Kyrie on there. No, no Giannis or Kyrie. No, I didn't have Kyrie. I had KD. No, yeah, but it was stacked in it. Oh, oh. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have Giannis because when you, if you can build a wall against Giannis, and if you have, a, if you have a big enough guy that can guard him one on one, he don't have that many moves. He, he, he's just athletic and he's, he's just dominant like Shaq. He, he going, he going to get it. Mm-hmm. But you, yeah. you, you throw that ball to Embiid, he got a million different moves. Anthony Davis is a mismatch. He can shoot it. You know, like Steph, it's impossible to guard him off all those screens. The guys I'm talking about, they got multiple moves and they got a crazy bag. And the only reason Kyrie not Kyrie will be in the six or seven, but these bigger guys that have multiple bags, they way harder to guard. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna take. Let me let me redo my list real quick in my head. I sat on it for a second. I'm gonna go Yoke. I'm sorry, not Jokic. I'm gonna go Steph Curry, Giannis, KD. Joel Embiid, and I'm a hybrid number five, and I'm probably going to go Kyrie, Devin Booker. I think mm-hmm. Jokic, I think Jokic, you could take him out of his game a little bit. I mean, he's so dominant that he'll figure out a way, but you can take him out of aspects of his game. Kyrie is, like I say all the time, Kyrie's bag is deep. And mm-hmm. when you're playing against someone with a deep bag like that, it's very hard to stop them because they can hit you from multiple angles of the court. Same thing with Kevin Durant. And I know that Boston technically stopped him and in that in that series. But I still think that Kevin Durant at his very best is just impossible to lock down for the most part. Like, he'll always figure out a way around you. So I'm going to go Curry, Giannis, KD, Embiid, Hybrid, Kyrie, Devin Booker. Mm. And remind us, remind us. So, so your list, your list again, Stack, because I, I think you were out when when you were going through it, and I think I was the only one that heard it. Tell us your list again. I got MB, KD, Jokic, Steph, and AD. Mm. Mm. And, and you don't got one who's like the toughest guard out of that five. You for me, yeah, for me, KD, KD, because because okay. like I said. When you have a big guy that can do all those things, yeah. you can't put a big guy up on him that can contest his shot. A small mm. guy, a guard, you can put a big guy on him and contest him. I guarded a lot of small small guards that were nice yeah. and, and messed their whole game up. But a big guy like Katie that can shoot it and do it all, you can't mm. really do nothing to his game. You got to pray he has an off night. Right, right. No, nah, no, nah, hey, all, all facts there. I'm still surprised there's no Kyrie on his list. Me, me too, me too. He, he, he's I, he's in my top a, seven, but he's not in my top five. Wow. Let me, let me, and that's let my me, guy. That's my guy, but not my top five. Yeah. Let me ask this question, Stack. Uh, I had an opportunity last offseason uh, to go out to L.A., and I played one-on-one with Paul George. And I was blown away. Come on, bro. I don't want to hear this. Right. <laughs> that's, that's what I want to know. <laughs> hey, listen. I was blown away, bro. Like, when I say when I was strapped, I was strapped. Bro, I was playing D like you. I was all no, over. Wasn't. <laughs> listen, he'll ask him. Ask him. He'll tell you. But, bro, hand in the face. I'm touching the elbow. I'm doing all the things, bro. Still wet. Boom. Pause. Oh, you were, no, no, no. You was hacking. No, no I, wasn't, sure. I was, was like hand sure. in his face. I was doing everything, bro. 
and he was making every shot. We're talking about, you know, mid-range at three, fade away, back to the basket, turn around, everything, bro. I just couldn't believe how efficient he was. So when we're talking about these top five scores, like, what about the other guys, man? Like the Paul Georges of the world, the Trey Youngs of the world, the DeMar Rosens of the world. Is it like that across the NBA where it's like, that's just y'all, what y'all do every single day, your skill, like, hey, I'm going to get these 100 shots up on the elbow, super efficient there. Because a lot of times when we, you know, we talk about these guys and skills Kyrie O handles, how many more guys in the NBA got crazy handle that we don't even talk about? How many more guys in the NBA got crazy skill and can score from anywhere, but we just don't talk about it? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think PG was trying that hard against you, to be honest. But No, he, he <laughs> killed me. No, he killed me. But my thing was, like, listen, hold on. Time out. Let's not. Hold on. Stop. Like, I'll throw it to you here quick. Like, like, I can play D with the best of them. LeBron. Who, who else? What? Everybody y'all top five. I even play against MB. All right, oh, man. I'm stronger than MB. Look at Stack. Why, bro? Stack, you know this, man. How many football players have you <laughs> played with? How many football players have you played with that came out there and, and gave y'all work? Come on, Stack. Don't act like don't don't act crazy now because we on TV now, bro. Did you just say you're stronger I've than? I've never Jordan. played in the game with football players and I got work. I'm sorry. YMCA? <laughs> Pick up rep? Never. Never. He's never. Never. Brandon just said he could go toe-to-toe with Joel Embiid and beat him. I, I said defense. I ain't say I can beat Stack. I ain't say I can beat Embiid. <laughs> but I'm talking about B. if I'm going to be right there with him, right no, there with him. B, it's a lot of players that is unguardable in the NBA. Mm-hmm. If, 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 if they had the rule where nobody can be in the paint, a lot of guys will be, will be saying uh, a lot of different other names in our top five hardest player to guard because there's a lot of guys in the NBA that's impossible to guard. Mm-hmm. But – they're not good at beating two defenders or they're not good. Uh, other teams are good at, you know, making shrinking the court and making the court look small. They don't have the, the guy, the IQ as some of these top players to be able to get their buckets off and get their stuff mm-hmm. off. But if it was just one person in front of them, it's a lot of guys in the league that will be ice water. Stack, yeah. you know how we walk into the locker room sometimes. The chat is laughing practice. at you, by the way. They laughing at me. <laughs> they said you are not stronger <laughs> no. than a seven foot, three hundred pound player. At all, Hold at on, time all, out. bro. Time out, Stack. You know this, man. Come on, Stack. You, you, Come on, you, B. bro. You, bro? Like, listen, you lose <laughs> He's the credibility name anybody, right now. Like, and he said Joel and B. Stack, all right. Factor foolish. That's, that's just, factor I just like fool- me saying I'm strong. I, I can I can box out Aaron Donald. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Factor foolish. Factor foolish. NFL players work out more than NBA players. Fact or foolish? That's fact. Okay. So, stat. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Excuse me. Some NBA players. Not all. Y'all just start working out. <laughs> no, not not y'all. Hey, you, you got guys like Kobe. You got I, I guarantee you Kobe's in the gym more than football players. So is LeBron. Man, they doing bands. Man, they doing bands. Give me the bands. Give, band give me some on. bands real quick. Y'all doing bands, bro. Y'all on Bosey balls. You see LeBron, he on right. the Bosey ball doing balancing football acts. Players, football players don't compare to boxers. Uh, it's different. It's, it's anaerobic. All year round. They don't get off season. Anaerobic, aerobic exercising. It's a little <laughs> they different. They don't get off season, B. So here, let me go back to this, though. This is why I want to, because you say that the chat, they laughing at me, right? They said you said Embiid and LeBron, they both would cook you. I ain't say I ain't say win. Defensively, I'm I'm they no. said they would cook if you. I play D on LeBron. Ask D Rose. What, call D Rose. Call D Rose. When D Rose was in his prime, when I was playing for the Chicago Bears, I was in the rec center. That's with D not Rose. saying anything. I was right there. Did he cook me? He cooked me. But I was right there. 
I was right there. That's Derrick Rose. It like, don't I was right there. He, ain't, he didn't get busy, busy on me. I was right there. So I'm you just, play you play defense on Giannis. You giving him work? What I what I was saying is strength, right? What I'm saying is I bet I squat more than uh, Embiid. I'm tougher than Embiid. I'm more aggressive than Embiid. I'm elbowing. I'm pushing him in his back. He ain't doing none of that. Why y'all? <laughs> yeah, we, I, guarantee, really I guarantee you, if you go out there and be, will pile out in the first quarter. Maybe the first two minutes of the game. <laughs> you crazy. Stack, I know all the things. All right, all right. Before we move on, this is what I wanted to say before Ashley said they cooking me right they are, now. They're the laughing chat. at they you crazy. At they should be. <laughs> My thing is, what's that one player? We call them scout team All-Americans, right? They never really got that opportunity. You you know, you go out there on a practice uh, feel and he's like, man, this dude is nice. He could be the next Jerry Rice. He could be the next Michael Jordan. Who's that one player that you played with or maybe in the NBA today that's like, yo, y'all don't even know how good this dude is? Ooh. Man, that's a good question, B. Uh, but if I had to pick one player that was underrated, like people to know how good he could be, uh, it would have to be. Um, does, did he, did he have to have a career in the NBA? Yeah, he got to play it in the NBA now. We nah, got, some of the best of some of the best players they make know, the league. We know a lot hey, of that's, dudes, that's what I'm saying. If, if, the, if somebody got if somebody got in the NBA uh, and was in the NBA and didn't get the time, that's their fault. I mean, I kind of be interested. They weren't good enough. They weren't good enough to get time. That's Ben that's Simmons. Ben Simmons is the answer. We just need to see Absolutely in practice. Not. In practice. Oh, <laughs> in practice. Absolutely Why did Ben Simmons not. catch a stray? What like was that? No, no, no. I'm saying I said in practice. Like, hey, yo, in the offseason, go stack. Anytime I talk about a anytime I talk about a player that sh that could have been more than what he was, it's gonna always be Brandon Roy. Hmm. If he wouldn't have got hurt, we would have been talking about Brandon Roy would have been one of the best players to ever play this game all time. Ooh. Wow. Not even close. What about Derrick Rose? No, Derrick Rose too. Derrick Rose, you know, but he's still playing. Brandon Roy could just stop. Yeah, he had to stop playing. I got, you know I, what I'm saying. I got a name. Derrick Rose got, never be the same person, but Derrick Rose, yeah. But uh, Brandon Roy, y'all, he was special. I, I got about, a name. I think I about T Mac. I think about Penny Hardaway. I think yo, Penny never got hurt. But T Mac got his just due. Penny Hardaway yo. got his just due. They yeah. gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I got a name for y'all. Well, Penny would have been. I got, I got the number one name, y'all. Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas was hurt at 25. Yeah. Imagine if Gilbert Arenas was able to play into his 30s. Stack is that not is he is that not a bigger name than Brandon yeah. Roy? Uh, I, it, it's just it's just the same because Brandon was just as cold, dog. <sighs> Brandon Roy was just as cold, bro. I'm just <laughs> saying, Brandon Roy was just as cold. Yeah. All right. All yeah. Right, bo all right. Both of all those right, guys, good names. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. We got some more to roll through. So next factor, foolish. The Los Angeles Lakers signed Kyrie Irving this offseason. Fact or foolish? Fa facts. 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 Kyrie's facts. out of Dallas for sure. He didn't want to be there in the first place. Joe Sy was on his petty train and sent him there, even though he didn't want to go there. Mm -hmm. um, I think if LeBron is in L.A., which he more likely will be, um, Kyrie's, Kyrie's coming there with him. We'll get that. We're going to get that yeah. reunited duo that everyone's been looking for. Without a doubt, I agree. We with get you a guys, we man. get a training camp with Kyrie, AD, and LeBron going right. to next season. Yeah, yeah. The Western Conference is gonna be scary he for said, sure. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and you get a training camp with Chris Paul, KD, Booker, and Aiton. Yeah, the West gonna be scary. Mm, I like it. Sheesh. I like it. We shall see. All right, next one. LeBron James wins one more ring before retiring. Factor foolish. No. Mm. Fact or foolish, oh, Ashley, not foolish. yes or no. Foolish, sorry, foolish. 
How? Why? I think the window's closed. I think that other te- there's so many other teams now that are just more primed to win championships and quicker. Um, and remember, LeBron James, freak of nature that he is, I just think that that window, that championship window for him has come and gone. Mm. I've seen crazier things happen, but I just, I'm starting to think about, you're starting to think about teams like, you know, Boston and, and Milwaukee and, and the 76ers and the Clippers and the Warriors still and the Grizzlies and some of these other teams are starting to really percolate and become teams you got to watch out for that I just don't know if the Lakers, I mean, unless they do some crazy things in the offseason and just completely right. re- make that like the Monstars, I just don't know if that window is still open for him. Right, right. Okay. What you got, Stack? I say fact because – with the trades that they made, they put the roster and the team together to get rid of Russell and insert Kyrie to have a championship team. I say they can. I say if, if they, but a lot of things got to go right though, Ashley. I feel you. A lot of yeah, things got to go in place. AD and Kyrie both got to stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? I, I, but I feel like the coach and everything they have around the the, the the Beasley and all those core players that they put in, they are right. They are yeah. right. And I think Reeves. if they can insert Kyrie. I mean, not bees. Excuse me. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the the big kid, um, tall kid that's been playing well for the Lakers. Well, I like just, Austin. Just, just oh, Rue, 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 yeah, yeah. It, when they, when they insert the guys like that, but they built the team perfect to just insert Kyrie and become a championship team. I yeah. think if they can stay healthy and all things go right, they can win another one. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say fact here, but I I think he can win two more. Um, Everybody was excited, or I know the LeBron James camp was excited. Look at Ashley. Like, Two? Yeah, let me tell you why. Okay. 2020, they in a bubble. What did we see? The emerging, the emergence of what? AD as a super, superstar. Okay, so what we got excited about was, damn, LeBron could potentially catch MJ because now he has a guy that can carry the load. We were fooled. So now if you say, okay, I was well, right. Excuse, I, hey, no, hey, no, hey, I was right. Beasley do play for the Lakers. I was yeah, right. Yeah, no, you said Beasley. You said I think yeah. was it talking? Was it Rue or was it Vanderbilt? Who was it that Beasley. you were I, I, I meant oh, Beasley. Beasley. I meant Beasley. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I meant Beasley. <clears throat> but so so listen, it, I think he can win too. Because if you get a Kyrie, now you got you got two guys. It's a big if. You got you potentially have two guys that can carry that load. LeBron, man, he's so savvy. LeBron can give you 30 right now on any night with his back to the basket. Did you see what he did in Chicago off the bench, 19 points? Like it's just too easy they for lost, him. right? It doesn't matter, but <laughs> I'm talking about with LeBron. LeBron don't need to go out there and, and, and play 40 minutes. He don't need to go out there and drop 28 points, average 28 points a game. He doesn't. He don't need that if Kyrie come in and do what he's supposed to do. If yeah. big if if AD does what he's supposed to do. And, I, and here's my question for y'all, because actually, and really for you, because you talked about like well, all these other teams. Name me the Warriors. The Warriors that that went on a crazy run. Name me the the the, the who who's the Spurs when y'all was when you was there. Stack. Name me the Chicago Bulls. Name me the Miami Heat. Name me the Lakers when Shaq and Kobe were together. I don't see any team that just like oh this is a clear cut dominant team. You name uh, the Bucks. You name the Celtics. Jeez. What who? the, my, the Miami Heat were the clear cut we dominant were. team when they were together. No, I'm saying in, today. In 2003, we were. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. What I did is I said. In today's NBA, name me the dominant team. Yeah, 
that those teams, the Chicago Bulls when Jordan was there, when you guys were there with the Spurs. Well, the league is different. So back th- back then, there were more of those super teams, right? There were more of all-stars and Hall of F- future Hall of Famers on particular right. entities. Now I feel like the talent is much more dispersed, which is why the league's more open than ever before. So I don't know if that's a fair comparison, but when I think of a dominant team, I still think I'm thinking about Boston. Right. I'm thinking about Milwaukee. I'm thinking mm. about the 76ers. I mean, those are dominant the teams. They're not they're not dominant in the sense of like the KD Warriors or the LeBron James Miami Heat. It's a different sense of dominance because again, the talent in the NBA is such is so much more dispersed. I mean, look at the way that the league has changed. The Eastern Conference used to be the stepchild of the NBA. That used to be we're all like the losers play. Right. Like, no, if you were in the East, there was no competition out there. Everybody sucked. Yeah. Now it's reverse. Now the East I, is the dominant uh, conference. I think the league, the landscape of the league has changed. Right. Yeah. I feel like even every, as long as Draymond, Steph, and Clay are on the same team, they're going to always be the dominant team in the Warriors. Look at the last 10 years. Who got the most championships? Like, it's been them. So they mm-hmm. are the, still the most dominant team. Their record don't show it now. Mm-hmm. But when it come down to it, if we if, if we come down to it and they make a run in the playoffs and win this championship, what are everybody gonna be saying? This the is dynasty. a great dynasty. This is the dynasty. How many more can they get? They're old, they but they're still chance. winning championships. This is the they're they're the dominant team of this era. I'm yeah, sorry. If they we win. have to pick one team, even though their record don't say it now, B, they are the dominant team. Bro, did y'all watch the game last night? Uh what they win? Five out of the last six. They were down, they were down twenty against the uh, the Pelicans. Yo, Pelican. I just yeah. got goosebumps Play. thinking Play about it. Watching that game last night, I said, yo, they might they might sneak them another one. This is what I've been telling one. you. You can never oh, count hold goes. on. You can never count okay. out championship DNA. The right. Warriors will go through trials and tribulations all season, but if the difference between a good team and a great team is a great team, especially a championship DNA team, knows how to flip that switch when they mm-hmm. need to. Yeah. And you're coming Thanks. down the stretch right now, and you're going to you're entering into the playoffs. The Warriors know it's time to flip that switch. So yeah, you've seen them lose games they should have won, right. and you've seen them have not a great road record. But they do this every so, single season. So, they flip that switch and they turn yeah. into the team that you're like, crap, we got to play these guys. So why can't LeBron switch? Uh, flip it's that not switch. because it's not he doesn't have the pieces the, the Warriors team. have. It's not the same team. Okay. okay. It's not enough there. Okay. Okay. Mm. All right. All right, guys. Moving on to the next one. Now we've mentioned Luca and Kyrie a couple times in the show. Well, they got Joel Embiid and James Harden tonight in Philly. Factor foolish. The Dallas Mavericks beat the Philadelphia 76ers. Start with you, Stack. What you think? If Embiid's on court, false. I mean, fiction. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, fiction. They they're not winning long as Embiid on the court. Yeah. Mm. That's simple. It's, it's, then it's that simple. I don't care what Kyrie and your, your and Luca do. They might go for forty apiece. Yeah, yeah. That's long what I'm about to say. Yep, yep, yep. Long as Embiid on that court, nah, they ain't gonna win. Listen, what I do know is uh, Luca is a competitor. Ultimate, one of the ultimate competitors. What I do know is Kyrie uh, is gonna be a free agent, so every game matters for him. He wants his respect, and he wants a big deal. I say that because right now they're not in the play-in. They're sitting 11th in the in the in the Western Conference. They gonna go. Yeah, they they will drop. Can they drop that far? Yes. Far they yeah, they've been struggling. Yeah. Yeah, they win. I'm I'm riding they lost with the Dallas. Hornet back to back. Back to back. Yeah. I'm going with Hornet. Dallas tonight. Embiid on the court don't matter. It, it, boys, no, it matters. No, it don't. No, it, don't. <laughs> it matters, sir. Both it, it of them matters. boys going for 40 again. Nah, it matters. It matters. I'm I'm going. The first, I'm, they was the first. They was the first tandem to do it, and they gonna be the first tandem to do it twice. 
Mm-hmm. 40 tonight. No, I'm definitely going with Stack. I'm going with the 76ers. And B, B going to come out there with a vengeance because the people were saying he was ducking the smoke from, from Jokic when they were <laughs> supposed to play. So he's going to come out there yeah. with a chip mm-hmm. on his shoulder and try to prove a point. That's like, what they're saying? They said because Jokic and Embiid were played. supposed to play against each other when the 76ers in Denver played a couple nights ago and um, Embiid didn't play. And Kendrick Perkins went on TV and said that Embiid, on, was, that Embiid was ducking him. So he gonna, he gonna come, Embiid's coming out with the mask on. It's like it's go time, baby. Let's listen, go. He's going to take all his frustration out on poor Luka and Kyrie. They didn't do nothing, but they're going to get the brunt of it. Listen, my recall crazy. If you beat a dude once real bad, you gonna give him a rematch? Javante Tank Davis comes out and he whooped Ryan Garcia. I don't know what they got, what type of claws they got in a match. Uh, a stack. I know you do boxing. You got down there so many documentaries and shows coming out from all the smoke to stuff with Showtime. But I know you cover boxing. There ain't no claws there. Javante Tank Davis run through him in five rounds. Why he gonna go back and do it, see him again? No, I'm on to the next. I'm on, give me Shakur. Get get give me Haney. So I, I say that to say this. Didn't he drop 45 on uh, Joker uh, a couple months ago? What are we doing? Why Perk it's go a, out there and say that? It's a what have you done? For, because right now it's a, it's a what have you done for me lately, Lee. We use this all the time. And they're, they're neck and neck for MVP. This was your moment. They he already say, did it. He didn't want to ruin it. They say to solidify that you should, this is you guys, mano y mano. The last, the last time y'all we see each other for the rest of this regular season, mano y mano, y'all have a chance to go at it, and you ain't go at it against your MVP candidate, your fellow MVP candidate, to show why you are the number one option. That's why he said he was ducking it. Was he ducking it? No. Doesn't B care? No. He ain't worried about Jokic. Jokic ain't worried about him. It's funny, but it doesn't mean anything. Mm. I'm a firm believer that one game or one matchup should not override what you've done in the entire course of an NBA season. And B not facing Jokic does not take away from his MVP season and vice versa. Right. It was funny, but it was stupid. We'll just mm. leave it at that. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. So for our next one, right, last year, different from this year, is kind of like a, a runaway with who was going to win, you know, the sixth man of the year award. But this year is pretty tight, right? So for our next yeah, one, baby. Emmanuel quickly wins sixth man of the year award. Fact or foolish? Fact, sure does. Uh-huh. Sure does. Emmanuel quickly, as I like to call him. Listen, quick, quick, quick has been doing work. He's been doing work. We've been trying to in New York. We've been telling Tibbs to give him the keys for a very long time. Um, Somebody I can't think of what he's averaging off the top of my head right now. But 14 points a game, 14 points a game. But I mean, there have been games where he's coming off and he's dropping 30 here, 39, 30, 40. Yeah, yeah, it's what he's doing. He's a reason a lot of these Knicks games have been able to result in wins because down the stretch, he is so reliable. I just think that he's so impressive to play in New York under that microscope is not easy. And some people rise to the occasion and some people don't. Um, I'm, you know, I'm biased though. I'm a Knicks fan. I'm a huge quickly fan. So I think he deserves six man of the year for sure. But well, you know who he's competing against is, is guard Malcolm Brogdon from the Boston Celtics. No. And, uh, forward slash center Bobby Porter's from the, from the Bucks. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, who you, who you got? You got, or or should I, should I go to stack first? I'll I'll be quick here. Stack. It doesn't matter. Uh, the New York Knicks, they've always done a phenomenal job of putting out six men, Six man of the of the year award winners. 
um, from J.R. Smith to John Starks to Anthony Mason. I want to see them. Uh, be, I want to see them in the Eastern Conference Finals. You really, That's the only you're thing really I care skipping about. steps here, Brandon. That's the only thing I care about. <laughs> I'm just saying, like we're talking about the Six Man of the Year Award, which is actually I, I think it's an individual it, award. It is an individual award, but you guys always do this. Can I see the Knicks? put out a winner like i want to see y'all win he is gonna win six that's a winner right there oh my goodness oh my goodness what you want us to do it don't matter stack it don't matter but i, I do respect the award though i do respect it. it is one of those ones that's like yo this is a a, a huge feat mm-hmm. what you got stack yeah i mean yeah the six the winning the six man in the wheel don't equals winning the championship right. damn sure don't that don't even close but He's one of my young fellas that I was able to mentor and coach in the Allen Iverson game. Any one of my young fellas that got an opportunity to win an award and take a step up in the NBA, I'm all for it. I'm, I hope young fella wins it for sure. He's a Kentucky product, too. Shout out. Yes. Listen, Kentucky is, I don't know what they put in the water down there, but it's crazy. I mean, what the, the prospects that come out of that, that school – it, from Bam Adebayo to Emmanuel Quickly to – didn't Devin Booker go to Kentucky? Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. my God. Like, what the, yep. he- what the hell is going on in Kentucky? Like, what, what – I don't it's know what – destination. It's insane. Like, it's – somebody put up a graphic. I Julius Randle. Julius Randle went to Kentucky. I mean – Anthony Davis. AD went – I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, when they put up a graphic recently and they said out of the four schools, it was Kentucky, Duke, you Texas – and what was the and UCLA out of the I think that was the graphic those four like who produces the most NBA talent out of those four Kentucky for sure right yeah, now I'm not, I'm not Tyler Hero Tyler Hero Kentucky but I'm not surprised Rondo. I mean you grow growing up right stack that's those are the teams right Kentucky Duke UNC UNC UConn no you say no not for country boys we wasn't feeling them y'all wasn't feeling Kentucky. None of them schools, like from in Texas, we weren't looking at none of them schools because, you know, a lot of schools wouldn't even come down there to talk to us unless we went to a prep school or we was in one of the programs that they was cool with. They didn't come down to the South. They was all the West Coast and East Coast kids because Son of a Cara and all them, they controlled all that from mm. the East to West Coast. The South wasn't really known for basketball like that when I was coming up. It was really the West Coast and the East Coast. But so- what teams were you? Demarcus Cousins, John Wall, Arizona. Kentucky products. Arizona. I was. Mm. I was. I, I signed with Arizona. Yeah, uh, Jesse Jesse Evans uh, was a was a black coach at Arizona at the time, and um, my coach, my AAU coach, was my same age, Josh Passner, who just got fired from Georgia Tech, but he was my AAU coach and he was the same age as us, so um, he he formed a relationship with Jesse, and uh, that's how I got to well signed with Arizona. I didn't get a chance to go, but that's the type of schools we were looking at. We was looking at more West Coast schools than East Coast schools. Stack, what's the bigger brotherhood, Duke or Kentucky? I would say Duke by far. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? It, because it, it goes farther back. Kentucky mm-hmm. started maybe what in the early like early two thousands, late late yeah, two like like thousand ten or something Wall. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got you get you go way back to Bobby Hurley, Christian Layton, Grant Hill. You know all those guys. They go they 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 got they got a a longer line of uh, Hall of Famers than Kentucky. You think Kentucky can catch up? Oh yeah, they definitely catch up now because they they probably on they probably on their heels now. But mm-hmm. when you talk about the best college players of of ever. Christian Layton, the name always comes up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was nasty. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, yeah, let's move on to the next one. So before I read the next statement, just got to give a little context here. So Showtime Basketball's Twitter page yesterday posted a clip of we our know them. very own. Yeah, Stack, uh, Stack 
John Jackson, excuse me, I'm chopping up your name, mm -hmm. and Matt Barnes in their uh, interview with Isaiah Thomas, right? So in that clip, though, we had uh, we, we got a, a quote from Isaiah Thomas. He said, you got a national television, you got on national television, and again, this is in regards to Michael Jordan and kind of like the feud that they've had over the years. He said, you got a, on national television and called me an a-hole, and then you said you hated me. You said that on national television. Now, if you didn't mean it, get on national television and apologize for it. So my what? statement, yeah, and I'll start with you, Stack. Michael Jordan should apologize to Isaiah Thomas, Factor Foolish. I mean, for, for me, you know, I love Zeke and I love him, but I, I say, I say it's fat, as a uh, foolish because mm -hmm. I don't think Mike said it with that intent. As far as I hate you as a human being, you know, what I'm saying I, I joke with my homeboys, I man, I hate you, bro. You know, what I'm saying, and I don't really, as far as I really hate you. You know what I'm saying? They was asking Mike in 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 in, in the context of uh, Isaiah saying something. It was about basketball. I, I don't think I know for a fact that Mike don't hate him personally. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't think Mike owes him a positive. Do I think they need, have, need to have a conversation? Right. Hell yeah, they need to have a conversation because there's a lot of misunderstanding, a lot of things, that, stuff that's been said that ain't been said from them too. So um, I think you know Mike probably don't care about the friendship. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Isaiah <laughs> probably. Okay. I think Isaiah care more than Mike. But um, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think he owe him a public apology. I just think that uh, everything has been blown out of proportion. Because anytime Mike says something, you know, everybody gonna twist it and, and make it make it their own narrative. Yeah, absolutely. Like for example, I'll call. I'm gonna call Brandon an asshole for wearing Brooklyn Net socks in oh. my presence. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for it. He's an asshole for that. Like, he's wearing Brooklyn Net socks in my presence. Am I going to apologize? No, I meant it. I think, I think Michael Jordan, I think Michael Jordan actually meant what he said. That's, that's the, that's the difference thing. I, I don't, like you said, I don't think it came from a place of like, he's an asshole. I hate him. I want to run him over with my car. I think he right. meant what he said. So like, I don't know if he'll get an apology. I agree with you. Though. I think there's like underlining animosity between the two of them i don't know if it's all manufactured from outside perspectives and it's trickled down into the way that they kind of interact or don't interact with each other and that's a conversation that can be had in private we don't need to be privy to that but in terms of going on tv and calling him an asshole it i know you a lot tougher than that i don't think i don't I don't think you. I don't uh, think you're kind of milking this a little bit. I don't think it's that deep, bro. I, but I'm a, sure com been, I'm a conversation needs to be had, though. A conversation sure. needs to be had because we respect the hell out of both of them. So right. a conversation definitely needs to be had. Yeah, I think I think he's a, he's, he's not, milking it a little let's, bit. Let's 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 not under underplay this. Undermine. Let's underplay. Oh, uh, here we go. Undermine. Not undermine. Like here we go. Downplay. 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 Oh, there we go. Okay. I said downplay. underplay. <laughs> let's not downplay this. I just went on YouTube and I Google uh, Michael Jordan says he hates Isaiah Thomas and there's multiple videos. How did he say? Uh, with did he hundreds say, of thousands of views. I hate him. I hate uh, him. Michael Jordan and I hate Isaiah your guts. I hope everything after. in the world happened bad to you and only you. Right. How no, did he it's just the it? beef. It's just the beef. And then also remember, uh, what was it? The Last Dance or whatever the hell the documentary yes. was. Mm -hmm. Didn't uh, M, like the debate is and where it really started, MJ holding Isaiah out of the... Um, the dream team, right? Allegedly, yeah. What you mean allegedly? That's allegedly. that's real. Isaiah came out and he said that's real. Like that's real. Why MJ come that out? That was his account. Michael said that that's not what happened. Oh my god. What did I? What do I always say? There's three sides to a story: your side, my side, and the truth. Okay. So there's something in the middle that is true, and then they have their own recollections, which is why Stack is saying they need to have a conversation between the two of them. But in terms of yes. 
being that I don't think I don't feel like Isaiah Thomas is that broken up about being called an asshole. He I'm is. Sure, he keeps I'm sure about. he's so, been called look, a lot so worse. The, like, let me get you my opinion on this, B. So a couple things. One, do I think Isaiah people looked out for MJ and his people? Yes. Two, do I think that they was friends at one point? Yes. Three, do I think the way they played and filed Mike severed their friendship? Of course. Mm, that's what it's about. Okay. Well, then Mike's off then. Mike's the sensitive not, one. Nah, nah, nah. Hey, dude, nah, they, they weren't playing basketball, bro. You know what I'm saying? It, it's basketball. It's, it's playing physical basketball. And it's just clotheslining you and shit like that. That's what they was on. Ah. Uh, mm -hmm. then, then Isaiah, I ain't with you. Um, I ain't with you on this one. Um, you can't do that. Because yeah. there's rules out there. Whether you're on the basketball court, the football field, it's like you're still in a fraternity. Right. You can't go out there and try to hurt guys like that. I lose respect yeah, for dudes like that quick. I ain't into all the cheap, shot, cheap shots and all that mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, they're both entitled to how they feel. I can't tell oh, somebody goodness. how to feel about something. I can, You can have your opinions on it, oh, but Isaiah has his feelings. Michael has his feelings, and the only way that they'll ever get over it is when they discuss those feelings with each other and come to a common ground. But, I mean, listen, life is short. Hold a grudge. Don't hold a grudge. It's, mm -hmm. you well, know, yeah. it's it's rich people problems. We, <laughs> like, we come, we come, we getting, ready, we getting ready to jump ball. The NBA already got their rules. Y'all want to come with your own rule to hurt me? Mm. Right. Mm. So let the Jordan so, rule. You know what would be a huge flex, and we're about to end the show here. Um, thank you guys so much uh, for tuning in. Thank you guys for subscribing. But before we end the show, you know the biggest flex stack? If we What's see that? you and Michael Jordan and Isaiah Thomas and Matt Barnes on All the Smoke. Like, what's, what's happening? Hey, man, who are you telling? Mm. What you doing? Like, I, I saw you with MJ a couple months ago. Y'all was at NASCAR. You ran into MJ, and I saw you put something out that said, uh, it's coming. MJ yeah. said he's going to come on all the smoke. So what what, yeah. what we waiting on? I will tell you this. It's, I have a higher chance of getting MJ on the show alone for maybe two hours than him and Isaiah on the show. Trust me. So look forward to me, me and MJ, but don't ever look forward to uh, Jordan and MJ because I don't think that's going to ever happen. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, let's get that. I'll take that. I'm fine with that. Just seeing Excuse MJ. Me, Isaiah and, and MJ, my bad. Can I, we get, are we going to get a sit down with you and T.O.? Yeah, oh. That's easy. That's, 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 <laughs> man. I'm gonna post some videos of T.O. today. He been working really hard today. That so, ain't that that ain't real beef though. That ain't real beef. That's, that's, that's real brother beef, bro. Beef. It, no, it's real beef. It's it's, no it's beef. beef. He got mad at me, Stack, because yeah, but that ain't real beef, man. I ain't, <laughs> ain't trying to fight. I ain't trying to fight. They'll, they'll race it out. They're gonna race it hey, out. Listen, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna condone that, bro. I'm I'm, I'm coming in peace for everybody for the rest of my life. I don't want no problems with nobody, and you don't want no problems either. I know, but this is what I would say, Stack. If I match his energy, it'll be real beef. Like T.O. is real beef for him. I'm looking at it like, yo, come on, man, we too that, old. So that's why that's how I know you ain't had real beef. <laughs> because because when it's beef, it's cooked on both sides. Right, right, right. Yeah, that ain't real beef. Yeah. But but yeah, what I'm saying though is as a man though, like the way he came at me for a year straight about a simple race, it was kind of disrespectful. And I had to take the higher road. We gotta put you guys road. in the chair that like you know, uh, Katie and D and Draymond sat in face to face, oh, looking right. at each other. We can do and that. Just do a, and just have a moderator and just let y'all. Isaiah go. Magic did it. Yep. That's Kobe right. and Shaq did it. Oh wow. Yeah, no, right. I want to sit down. You know what? I know we said we we're about to end the show. You know who I want to do that with? Mm -mm. Jay Cutler. Who do you want to do it with? Ashley, have, who do you want to do it with? Y'all have beef. <laughs> I thought Jay Cutler beef. was your guy. It's not beef. It's just like it's a conversation. Here. 
Yeah, it's like there was a lot that happened in Chicago that last year. And, you know, you got to think about 2006, we just drafted this together. Mm -hmm. We did everything together. Dude bailed me out. I lost all my money in Vegas on my rookie deal. I called bro sitting in the wind at the edge of the bed. Yo, I need 70 grand wired to me tomorrow. Or they taking me that. They ain't going to take me to jail. The mafia about to take me somewhere uh, in Vegas somewhere. My bro, here you go. You know what I'm saying? We've been through everything. And then all of a sudden, we go a couple years and we don't talk. Pandemic, I'm sitting there late night, 3 in the morning. I'm laying with my wife. And she like, just text him. Just call him. I hit him up. We talk. We reconnect. And then we lose touch again. So it's like we need to really sit down and get back on the same page. But there's there needs to be a conversation. So that's the person I want to sit down with. Who do you want to sit down with, Ashley? And then Stack, who do you want to sit down with? And then we'll end the show. I don't have any beef. Come on, Ashley. I want to sit down person. with all the people on Twitter and YouTube. Stop calling me a whore. Stop oh. calling me the B word. Stop calling me out of my name. Stop calling me stupid. Stop saying, oh, let the men talk. Shut up. Leave me alone. That's who I want to sit down with. Shut up. That's I would like to sit down with um, Adam Silver and Ooh. I wish rest in peace, David Stern. So, and ask them after seeing our doc rich documentary on the malice in the palace, do y'all think y'all should have handled that different? And do we deserve our money back? Mm. Wow. There you go. Hey, make sure y'all tune into all the smoke. We're going to see MJ, Matt Barnes, and stack. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna, bro, it's going to happen. I'm telling you right now. It's going to happen in within five and a half months. It's going to happen. Right, cool. Mm -hmm. Tap back in the paper route. Ashley Nicole Moss, Corey Holmes in the cut. Stack five. We see y'all tomorrow. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.